It's time to take a K-drama coffee break with the K-3. We enjoyed it, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like an enjoyable watch. We're the K3. I'm Jen. I'm Marisa in you. Thank you for joining us for this K-Drama Coffee Break. And this is our K-Drama finale series all about my liberation notes. Uh, if you have not watched it, just a quick synopsis. I will read it from my drama list. Set in Sample Village, where more people leave than remain, the three young siblings, Chang-hee, Mi-jung, and Ki-jung, wish to escape from a life rife with uncertainty. Then a mysterious Mr. Goo comes into town and disrupts everything. <laughs> that sounds much more action-packed right? it? than um one right than we actually got yeah but mm-hmm. it, that's kind of the whole that's the setup and then so what were your first thoughts on my my liberation well i watched my mister <laughs> oh i did not no jen did not jen never will, will jen never. has made a commitment to not watching it's it now, you know, now it's just something it's just a hill i will die on <laughs> it's not just a pride issue i flatly refuse just on principle but it was my mister was tough, but ultimately beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so this is the writer Pak Hae Young, and she crafted another story that was filled with realness and hurt and quiet desperation and metaphors galore. Yes. yes. So you watch both. Yeah. Did you find my liberation notes? Incompletion as satisfying as my mister? Um, I think well, they were different stories, obviously. Um I, I think because there was no romance mm. for my mister, right? It was satisfying in a deeper way. Right. There's I mean, I I wouldn't say it's a quibble, but it was it was I found it an interesting choice the way they wrapped up um our main storyline, but I still found it. I still found it satisfying. It's just that I felt like I had to read into things a little bit more. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so my first thoughts were, it was, I really enjoyed it. Yes, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not, it's a K drama that requires thought. There was, there was a lot, there was a lot of thought that had to go into it. Yeah. But I will say that our blues and my liberation notes mm-hmm. came out, premiered the same time, the exact same day. Yeah. And I watched the first two episodes of both mm-hmm. and I instantly put my blues away. Like it just did not resonate with me at all. Uh-huh. So clearly my liberation notes mm-hmm. resonated with me. And of course it also had Sunset Coop. So Sunset. maybe the power of him, whether he's a drunk or not is, uh-huh. is what that was. But there was something about it that I really resonated with me. I think what it is is it, we enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like an enjoyable watch in that sense. That's a really good point. Yeah, it's not the escapism, right. romance, humor that you find in a lot of K dramas. This was much more kind of ruminating in in discomfort and some difficult situations. But I always felt that I thought things were going to go a certain way and either get violent or angry <gasps> right? or be really yeah. heartbreaking, disappointing. And it would take a left turn into humanity. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, it's not just Sansaku, but we also really love EL and we really love Eamon Ki. Absolutely. And we really, Kim Ji-won is Kim definitely Ji-won. one of yes. your favorites. So, Yes. I will say, though, that this was not one of my favorite characters she's played. Mm-hmm. I enjoy, I enjoy the feisty, oh yeah, the tougher Kim Jong. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. And it's not because she has to be strong all the time, because I thought she was a very strong character. I think mm-hmm. at the end of the day, Yomi Jung was a very strong character. Yeah. But I, I like her with a little more bite to her. Uh, yeah, this was not that. That was not that <laughs> no, at all. No, no. Because um, these were four characters mm-hmm. all searching for liberation from the things that were shackling them, oppressing them, um, suffocating them. Yeah. Which is why we had talked about in our live chat, like all of these open roads in their little town is like, what's the metaphor? (laughs) (laughs) This walk down the the street to home and and none of them walking together. Ever. Always separate. Yes. 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 And we kept waiting for that. I was waiting for the big finale where they were like, you know, locked in together. But I think they kind of did that they final kinda, walk yeah. at, when they went to feed dad that last time. Yeah. And now Kim Ji Won is wearing yeah. very fashionable right? outfit with like boots and tight jeans. And, you yes. know, I was like, wow, she's blossomed. Right. But yeah, the metaphors, the seeing the signs that say uh, something good will happen to you today. Mm-hmm. The way EL and her hair became. Yes became a a weight for her it's just like uh, yeah many metaphors so many metaphors Mm -hmm. and i even like it not really so much metaphorical but the emin key character young chung he just how he always was making what he what he thought at the time the wrong choice and how it always ended up being the correct choice yeah and i loved i did love that like i think at the end of the show that was my favorite journey that I saw I like just, was the Eamon key. Yeah. These four characters were so distinct in their needs and how they approached life. Like EL just, I think you said it once, like she has no game. None. <laughs> None. <laughs> and I resonated with that so much. <laughs> Cause I think EL in real life probably has a lot of game. Uh, yeah. yeah, she does. <laughs> but this character, I was like, Oh, thanks for representing me. <laughs> This woman who just spills her thoughts Mm -hmm. without thinking and still even at the end, you know, and and I was so worried for her with her boss. But then she actually in her in her innocence and in her her not being cynical and sly actually turned a couple people around to like a more again, left turn into humanity into a deeper understanding of maybe why are we playing these dating games? Like why would you do something that would hurt you or hurt them? Yeah, exactly. And even taking it a step further, like her being her Mm -hmm. kind of turned one of the two sisters around Yes, to the point where she was kind of like, well, they're going to get married. Like that. Why are we being so awful? Like the one sister flat out was just terrible till the end. But her open heartness of it all Mm -hmm. actually did turn the one sister kind of around. And I think eventually the daughter, but the daughter was still in her teens in a hot mess. Yeah. Yeah. As as one can only be when you're 13 or 14. That's right. Um, Her longing to be in a relationship, that robot scene, that was so that? random. What so was that? Random. Like, and what it, was that? Like, was it a PPL that we just were unaware of? Like, <laughs> you can like, have a home robot. Like, I was just like, why else would you? Why? Just from a production standpoint, like that was that was some money. Yeah, but it was also it came pretty close to Mister Goo Long Jump. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Random. Random, and no sort of the story at all. No, but it makes you notice what's happening. Yeah. And it takes you in and out of the action and I, it wakes you up in a way. But where 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 are you supposed to land with it? I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. Like, was he a long jumper? Did he have... <clears throat> was he a national was athlete? It, was he a national athlete? Turned thug. So random. But EL, I just... My heart broke for her so many times. <laughs> 
No one bought her. Lo- he never bought her lottery tickets. She had to speak up for herself. Right. Just so many things. So many. I, I, but I will say that even though the ending with the boyfriend, I actually appreciated, even though it seems like she's settling at the end where she's kind of like, I just, I need to get married. And she has that <laughs> moment with the stepmom. Mm-hmm. But the stepmom's like, I'm so happy that I'm finally married. And, and oh. Oh, yeah. like, I don't know if EL has the moment or I'm sorry, the character's name, Yum Ki Jung, if she w- had the moment where she was like, oh my God, I could end up like this. And that's my sole purpose. Or if she decided that she was going to avoid this by marrying the boyfriend. But I I actually felt when she finally poured her heart out about why she cut her hair and that she wants to be supportive to him. And Mm -hmm. I I felt like I actually did feel like even though, you know, it's not what it's not the great romance that we all would want for her based on her personality. I did actually think that they probably could build a pretty solid life together. Is it going to be explosive and amazing and dynamic? No, but I feel like it could bring her some joy through life. Which leads us to the metaphor of broken rose. (laughs) (laughs) I was a soy sauce stick. Well, first of all, not understanding why he drunkenly gives her this, you know, stem. Right. Um, But But again, it was, I mean, the thing that I found on a layer, she's like, what is this? And I'm like, even I can tell through the screen that it's a rose stem. Like, clearly there's a rose bud somewhere around here. Oh, but that's so her. That that lashing out, that first reaction where she's like, what is this? What's wrong? You know, but then it's like, oh, wait, he actually gave you this beautiful rose that you are now going to put in your soy sauce (laughs) dish to keep alive. Which... You know, that's, there's something beautiful about that. It is. That is absolutely their relationship. Exactly. And so with all that being said, I'm going to say something really wildly unpopular. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is that I actually think that her relationship, the uh, Ki Jung's relationship with uh, Cho Tae-hoon is actually healthier than the Mr. Goo and uh, uh, Yummy Jung's relationship. Oh, I don't even know how to compare them. <laughs> you think... Uh, I'm just saying in the long run. Uh, yeah. Even though everyone was rooting for the Mr. Goo. Yeah. And Young Mi Jung. Uh-huh. I, I was not in that category. I actually, <laughs> and so therefore I actually was okay with the way the other sister ended up with the, uh-huh. I felt that was a healthier aspect to, to go down. Oh, I, I can't compare them. Okay. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can't say one's healthier than the other. That's not how I would compare them. I think um, because El figured out what her liberation is, <laughs> right? And I'm not even sure that I can verbalize what that is. I think like she was looking for peace. She was looking right. to relax with someone. Mm-hmm. She's looking. I, I think she even said like I want to be able to stop talking. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's what she found with him. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, my personal opinion was Young Ming Jung's liberation was not tied to Mister Gu. No, it was tied to the ex-boyfriend and the toxic relationship she had there and the anger she was holding on to. Like she was talking about how she and also her toxic relationship at her former job. Right. She had to escape that, too. But she was talking about how she needed her ex-boyfriend to still be the asshole because that that was the place that she was sitting in. She needed to be righteous because he needed to be the asshole who still hadn't paid back her money. Right. It's not her, you know, like when she first talked about, she first revealed to her family that she had lent somebody money. Um, 
E.L. immediately jumps on her. Mm -hmm. Show me your bank book. But E. Min Ki then says, why would any of us reveal anything in this family? It's it's not supportive. And so she was looking for to to rid herself of these toxic relationships and to also find her happiness and to find her support, which was with the liberation group and her own self-reflection. Yes, I agree (laughs) wholeheartedly. This is such a mature drama. This Mm -hmm. is not what you come to if you're looking for another crash landing on you. No, No, not at all. This is not that there's the romance in here is is really of a different flavor. Well, I wouldn't. It's like it's I think that's what maybe threw me off is like everyone was touting it, not touting it, but everyone was really excited about the romance between Mr. Goo and uh, Yummy John. And I thought that there was a beautiful friendship there, but I'm not sure I ever fell into it being a romance. I mean, I think there was a lot of love there. Oh, there's a lot of love. Yeah. But. Not a romance yeah, in the I'm not K, sure. typical yeah. K-drama yeah. way. And so I, I feel like... I mean, I do feel they belong together. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I got it. I'm again, I'm going to be unpopular on that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, I, I say this only because I just, I feel like Mr. Goo's got a lot of demons he's going to have to work through mm-hmm. before that relationship is going to be viable mm-hmm. because um, there's just... There, he's got he's got a lot of work. He's got a lot to work through, right? And Yummy Jung's liberating herself mm-hmm. and taking on someone else's liberation is not is not something you need to do when you're liberated. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can be there and be supportive, but mm-hmm. as a, as a romantic partner or mm-hmm. as as I so that I I always I always thought that when they when they step when they did the time jump. <laughs> yes which was in my opinion was kind of confusing yes and uh, mr goo went back to being his old bar mm-hmm. criminal ways mm-hmm. for me personally that's the show kind of lost its footing for me i i would have maybe understood some of the choices that were made if they would have stayed in sampo okay and so yeah well, at one point, I wondered if, you know, because her dad made a reference to how uh, Mi Jung is actually a really good carpenter. Yeah. I was like, oh, is that where this is going? Right. They're going to take over the business and live this quiet little right. life in Sanpo? <laughs> like, apparently not. Everyone yeah. ends up in Seoul. That's what happens. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> listen, I, did I enjoy it? Did I watch it? Did I? But I just, I, I, I found the Mr. Goo character a little problematic once we got back to Seoul. Ah, yes. <laughs> Well, but so that's that's another journey that we're not going to see because he yeah. only just started taking steps. Right. But, uh, you know, um, she never judged him. Right. And there's so much judgment in other parts of her life oh, and in her family. So but I think that goes with the with the idea of worshiping worship. Right. Yes. So Let's- I feel like that whole idea mm-hmm. When we first heard, I was like, what the hell is, what is, what are we doing show? Like, I don't even know what to do with this, but it ended up being very lovely. And I really, I enjoyed it conceptually. Yeah. And I think that's what, what she did. She did worship him, Mm -hmm. but she never asked anything of him. Right. Right. There was all kinds of worship in this show because it was such a, um, to, to demand it. Of someone who's clearly <laughs> got a bedroom full of empty soju bottles. You will worship me. Like I was like, wait, what? I know. And then, uh, then there was the question of is this a translation thing? But then mm-hmm. they didn't they show an English 
They did. They showed, they, sh- they yeah. showed him like looking it up to make sure that he understood what she was saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then it turned out to be Eamon Key worshiping Mr. Goo mm-hmm. and worshiping that the car. Right. But that was the thing about Eamon Key's character, who I, was the one that resonated at the end of the day, was my favorite arc. Uh, like yeah. his character, like he went from being just that guy who and I loved it where at the end he's like I used to he's like what I do is when I have to I just vent I when I vent I vent verbally like and I totally understand that like when <laughs> I am upset like all I can do is just verbally vomit on everybody <laughs> and so when he says I'm not going to tell you and I'm gonna be really proud of myself for keeping my mouth shut I understood that like I've never felt more seen in my life oh. when he like saw gave that smile like I did it again <laughs> Like, and so his, his journey of going from being that person who just desperately wanted people to notice him and Mm -hmm. notice what he'd been doing, noticing how hard he'd work Mm -hmm. to just knowing that he's in the right place at the right time as he walks into that class and he realizes that he's seen four people pass to the other side and seen them die. Mm -hmm. And now he's in this classroom to learn to be a funeral director Un, just because his feet led him there, which has been his his thing the whole time. I just, nothing was more satisfying to me in this show than that. No, that, the, that was an amazing moment of self-actualization mm-hmm. for him to recognize that in himself and this untapped um, ability and to recognize it. Because his, his horrible coworker, mm-hmm. that woman, mm-hmm. when he realized that, or, or even his friends were like, you talk as much as she does. Mm-hmm. You know, and he didn't hear it yet. Nope. He was not ready. Nope. He was not ready. But then he got the car. Mm-hmm. He got, what was it? A Bentley? A Rolls Royce? It was, it was a Rolls Royce. It was a Rolls yeah. Royce. Yeah. And I'm like, Mr. Goo is letting him drive it around. Wow. He really doesn't care about money <laughs> right? or anything anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and I, but I thought that was so amazing because I think I felt like they teed up um, uh, Tung Hee to, when he got the car that his, his obnoxiousness was going to go up to, the, to, the, to, a, to an 11, right? Right. But what it did is it brought him like it gave him his own space. That was amazing. It's amazing. That is the beautiful writing of Pakeyang. Yeah. Yes. Like I love that. Mm-hmm. Like I really, really love that. And so his his journey and his arc was my absolute favorite. Yeah. The writer has such a touch with characters who are hurt and lost mm-hmm. and with help, with community or family or friends, being able to recognize in your own self how you can save yourself. And that's what came through with my mister as well. These, these, it's really, she's like, it's like she's hit her milieu. You know, it, it, this is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. And the director did law school and also the light in your eyes. Loved that one. Right. Yeah. Also known as radiant. Yeah. So that, that was t- sensitive touch mm-hmm. came through. Absolutely. Yeah. And I also just, as a side note, there was, um, I was doing some research for this and our Sun Sun Saku podcast, and I actually read a blurb in one, only one place. So I'm not sure this is factual, but I thought it was really interesting that originally Sun Saku auditioned to play Chang Hee. So one of the young siblings and Eamon Ki wanted to play Mr. Koo. That's and unbelievable. So, but they ended up getting cast in the opposite roles. Oh my god! And so I think that's, I think that would have been such an amazing, like, I, I loved what we got, but now I'm fascinated to see what that show would have looked like switched. Completely fascinating, right? Because right? Eamon Key, again, quirky, like his character in my first 
Mm-hmm. Like my first first life, my yeah. first my first first life, and then also what was that detective series? Oh, Lies Within. Lies Within. Oh, so right. Um, he, I could totally see him yes. as Mister Goo. Yes, totally see him as Mister. A Goo. totally different Mister. Yes, Goo. Absolutely. But yeah. And so I'm I that that I read that and I was like, oh wow, because Sansa Goo was saying like Mister. Goo is nothing like my personality, like <laughs> nothing. Like I'm definitely more like Yum uh, Changi, which is what I went out for, which is what I submitted for. Fascinating. Yeah. And so, and yeah, I guess even he wanted, wanted to play Mr. Goo. Well, so. we have to talk about Sansaku and um, we've done a podcast on Sansaku. <laughs> yes, we have. So, but how he blew up with this role. Unbelievable. <laughs> because as we said in our podcast, we loved and known him since Sense8 season two. Yes. Which was years ago before <laughs> he even did his first K-drama. That's right. And the explosion of love of is it's it's like i was reading something online about how the outlaw their their tour in korea for out the movie outlaw that he's mm-hmm. in with um mado song uh it's all filled with women now <laughs> this really like, violent action right. film <laughs> all women in the audience and they're oh like teasing God. him and it's hilarious so I my question that. to you i will ask it again because we asked it when we did the podcast what do you think that is? Why do you think that he suddenly skyrocketed? Because I feel like he's had other characters that had far more mm-hmm. charm and romance and quirkiness and mm-hmm. uh, desirability in other shows. Right. What do you think it is about Mr. Goo that made him just... Right. Explode? Okay. Unpopular opinion. Um, he tapped into something that has to do with a rumpled stoic sexiness coupled with being broken yeah and oh man do we want to fix him is that what it is <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. Right? I, I mean i feel like you nailed it you hit the nail on the head especially when we were talking about in the podcast and you can hear us really deep dive this in the podcast but that need for women to fix broken men. Oh, and we man. believe that we are the only ones that can do it. That's right. And the fact that Yummy Jung was the only one for him. Yeah. I think that, I think that might be what that is. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we could be wrong also very unpopular yeah. opinion, yeah. but mm-hmm. I, when you said that in the, in the other podcast, I was like, oh, that's, yeah, only that's you can save him. Ah, 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 man. <clears throat> which oh. <laughs> and, you know that's that's <laughs> that gets a little bit that gets a little problematic a little bit, little bit. Uh, but listen i think i do think that the the charm offensive of some stuff is what took the mr goo character from just being completely problematic mm-hmm. to romantic yeah because there were there were some amazing moments like um when they were walking and Young Mi Jung was talking about eating a goat and <laughs> oh the look of shock on his face. And she was very factual. Right. So what happens when you grow up in r- exactly. uh, rural yeah. Korea, you know, these things or rural anywhere, you know, you don't raise the goat to be a pet. No. You're gonna, yeah. It's food. You're going you to d- eat it. You're going to eat it, but you don't name it. And he's just like, like city boy is like, right. what? Yeah. <laughs> and then didn't he like say name me or something like that? Yes, <laughs> name me. Give me a name. <laughs> that was honestly, when they reconnected on the bridge, the way the two of them just 
were giggling. Right. Like you hadn't heard her giggle like that. No. Giggling and just looking at each other and like slyly looking at right? each other was I mean, just, it oh, was hey, like literally, even the show was like, we want you to ship these two, even though it could be a mess. Because <laughs> it was just, it was so much. Okay. So with that being said, uh, let me ask, we kind of t- touched on a little bit, but what about quibbles? Like, did you have quibbles with this show? The K3 is Jen, Marisa, and you. You are part of this K-drama community. And our podcast and our live chats on YouTube are supported by members like you. Check out our memberships and you can support us for as little as $3 a month or more. And each tier gets you access to great K-drama perks, like a calendar every month with premieres and finales, watch parties with some of your closest K-drama BFFs, private Zoom chats where we can squee and quibble all week want and it'll stay private in that room and a little bit more and you might even get some k-drama goodies so go to ko-fi.com that's ko-fi.com slash the k3 click on memberships and support the k-drama coffee break i'll um, touch on mine probably because i'm the quibble queen <laughs> queen of quibbles You know, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think this was a really well-crafted, beautifully written, full of depth, full of rich characters kind of K-drama. I don't think I had quibbles. Wow. Yeah. At all? I mean, I... I, Listen. (laughs) Sure. I just... None of them are percolating in my head right now. No. I I mean, like, what? How long is this? How long is an episode? An hour 15? Oh, my God. There were 20 and there were 16 of them. I'm sure I had quibble watching them. I don't recall writing anything down nothing that made me go show what are you doing Uh, okay so yeah i mean i've already stated my wildly unpopular theory (laughs) uh that's my only quibble i just i once once mr goo went to seoul and then they did the time jump and Mm -hmm. all of that like i i get i i I understood thematically that she kept him as like her safe space and all of that and i did Mm -hmm. i understood that he also ghosted her for three years you know and she there was well, she wasn't neither of them were ready I, I i do understand that but they also had spent a substantial amount of time together yeah uh i, I just i felt like i, I wanted more for young Jean, um young me John. sure mm-hmm. ultimately I get that. ultimately I get that. do i do i understand the appeal of sansaku and his mr goop yes yes Absolutely. Um, but as just a character, if I was just reading the script uh-huh. and not knowing who was playing him or getting the sense of coup interpretation of it, mm-hmm. I'm not sure I would have rooted for that relationship as much as you unconsciously did, mm-hmm. as I unconsciously did. Uh, I see. If it would have been someone else. Right. But that's really my only quote. I Did I enjoy it? Absolutely. Was yes. I satisfied at the end? Pretty much. <laughs> so when we're coming to the end, do you have any final thoughts? And do you recommend people to watch or binge My Liberation? I do recommend it, but only if you are someone who enjoyed my mister. Because if you're someone who was like, no way do I want to go through the, you know, there's some very dark places in this show. And answers are not always clear or evident. And, and the path that he's stumbling through and a lot of the characters stumbling through is a difficult one. So it's definitely for a mature viewer, I would say. So mm-hmm. I do recommend it. Okay. I also recommend it. I also did not, I didn't find it as dark as my Mr. Sounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I found it to be very realistic in people wanting a different life than when the one that they are find themselves trapped and living in. Mm-hmm. And what, what, 
choices that they make to get out of that. Yeah. And so um, I would highly recommend it. I'm not sure I'd recommend it as a binge. Oh, no. I, I no. Take it take it in chunks. <laughs> yes. Because yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot to take in yeah. and it's a lot to. Um, but I definitely recommend it. And I, it's it's not it's there's not. How do I say it? It's not there's not it's not tragic. No, it's just it's no. just heavy. Yeah, it's heavy. There's some hurtful people in it. There's some hurtful situations. I mean, I think there's a lot of love in there as well. There's the friends in San Paul that even though, you know, yeah. they're like, we're not really close, but we just grew up together, but they are really close, yeah. right? Uh-huh. There's the relationship with the father at the end after the mom passes away. Like, that was beautiful to see growth even in a man who's like 70 years old and realizing that he's kind of like jacked his kids because of his <laughs> stoicness and not, you know. Yeah. And so, I mean, I felt like, at the end of the day that it was just it was a very lovely and hopeful show it wasn't yes. it wasn't dark and tragic and like you know only only through death do you escape right. this mortal coil of <laughs> despair right yeah and so i i did i would definitely i definitely recommend Yay. Well, there are our thoughts on my liberation notes. Let us know what yours are. We are the K3. I'm Jeff. I'm Marisa and you. Thank you for taking this K-drama coffee break with us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.